Jason Walls, News Talk ZB political editor to wrap the political week that wasn't in for Barry Soper. Hey, Jason. Hey, Heather. Right. Can we assume, do you think, that the way that the polls are sitting at the moment is what is going to happen because they haven't shifted for a week or so? So we've got the Nats on sort of like the mid to late 30s. We've got Act sitting around 10%. We've got Labour in the late 20s. We've got Winnie P and New Zealand First kind of 6, 7 around there. We've got the Greens, you know, early 10s. That feel to you like what we're going to the campaign with? It's all locked in? It, it seems like it's locked in at this stage. I mean, there might be some movement on the margins, but at the end of the day, all the questions that we had are almost more or less answered at this stage, despite the fact that we've got the Nats wheeling out John Key to say that it's, it's, it's still anyone's game. It's not anyone's game. Let's be honest about that. I mean, things might move around in the last week. I'll be looking very closely at the ACT Party. They've had a significant fall in the last couple of weeks, um, whether, and I heard you before saying it was David Seymour off his game, or whether that was Luxon's decision to, um, decide that he's ruling in Winston. But at this stage, I mean, looking at it, in a week's time on election night, we're probably looking at a situation where we've got um, Chris Luxon having to pick up the phone to Winston. I mean, yeah. the polls are very, very much firming up in that direction. I mean, you make a fair point because part of it, it is kind of like a confluence of things that are causing the problem for ACT, right? And one of them is the fact that, I mean, they were falling pre-Winston becoming part of the game in a big way, but, but part of it is that Winston and ACT cut each other's lunch, don't they? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, as much as they would hate to admit it, there is a lot of common ground between the two, especially on issues such as co-governance and race. And I was at the minor parties debate um, yesterday. And when it came to that issue, I mean, both of them, see, you know, you close your eyes and you um, didn't know what their voices sounded like. You would think that it was coming from the same party and a lot of the things that they were saying. Yes, a lot of what they're doing now is trying to differentiate each other from the other party um, by having these little play fights in front of the camera. But as push comes to shove, as we asked them after, Afterwards at the the stand-ups, essentially they'll kiss and make up and they'll sit around a cabinet table together. It'll just happen. We can make the call now, can't we, that it was a mistake for National not to rule out Winston Peters way back and starve him of, of voters. Well, I think what it did was um, it kind of created a bit of an uncertainty. I mean, because we could all speculate what could have happened in the polls, but if they did it a lot earlier, that would have gotten out of the way and it meant the last couple of weeks of the campaign could purely be on the Nats and Luxon wouldn't be asked at every press conference um, about something about Winston and he would have to say, well, that's not my preference and I'm trotting out those old lines. So, yeah, I think he probably should have done it a lot earlier um, and it would have given Winston a lot more oxygen earlier on and then I think voters would have had a little bit more time to see that he's, they've got no policy, they've got no costings. He's just a man that is running on the same record that he's had for 30 years. Yeah, too right. Uh, do you th- how much do you think it's dented the Labour Party campaign to have Chippy in COVID? Oh, <laughs> to be honest, and it probably doesn't... It probably doesn't bode that well for him that it doesn't hasn't really moved the dial yeah. much at all. I mean, they actually went up in the polls because he was um, a little he was away this week. I mean, he was still around via Zoom, doing Zoom press conferences, and he was had a, a town hall meeting with kids via Zoom and that sort of stuff. Um, so he was still kind of there. But at the end of the day, it meant that the week was focused on the Nats, and because it was focused on the Nats, it was focused on some of the flaws, such as um, their tax policy. We've had some uh, more issues there. So you know, I think it was more of the not what Chippy did right this week, but what the Nats did wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, what are we expecting next week? I mean, it feels to me like kind of like a week too long in the campaign. So what have they got planned? <laughs> 
Well, I feel like, and we, you know, I was, you talk to people on the campaign trail here from both sides or from oh, everywhere and everybody's just sort of like, oh, goodness, if we could all just call it a day tomorrow and have some sort of agreement that we'll just all end it, that would be fantastic. But, you know, the last week is very much a shoring up of the support they've got. I wouldn't expect to see any big pushes or anything too risky from any of the sides apart from Winston where all bets are off there. I think yeah. the act probably needs a bit of a, a circuit breaker at this stage to do something to get back to the heights that they were at and in Seymour's defense they're still in track to get the best result that the act party has ever had but it's just not as good as we had seen a couple of weeks ago so they're going to be looking and Seymour's going to have to do something that maybe turn on some of that Seymour charm that we saw um, earlier this year to just get back some of that support. Brilliant stuff, Jason. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jason Walls, News Talk ZB political editor, wrapping the political week that was uh, in for Barry Sober. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.